0: guys, what's up? Today we are going to be talking about vision and how I've kind of been changing my days a little bit and working a little bit with some some mentors, some consultants, really thinking a lot about goal setting and what my future self kind of looks like and what kind of future I'm trying to build for my employees, for my clients, and for everybody kind of in and around my life. And I want, this is something that I think a lot of people should do maybe a better job of or could do a little bit more often. And that would help provide them some clarity and some guidance for kind of how they approach the things that are you know, urgently in front of them, which will make sure that they're taking that step-by-step approach to get to that future vision. So we're gonna talk a little bit about some of the steps that I've taken and what my kind of future vision for our community looks like. and uh, And then also maybe along the way, you guys can grab some steps or some things that you guys could put in place. So I think the important thing to think about with vision, guys, is if we don't understand why we're doing what we're doing, or really even what we are doing, then we're going to start to get to a place of complacency and we're going to start to lose kind of faith and excitement about the mundane day-to-day tasks. And that's the most important thing. We don't want to get to the point where we are a floater. And a floater is just somebody who has no goals, no dreams, no vision, outside of really kind of pointless things like, oh, I want a bigger house, right? Or I want a car or whatever it might be. And they have these kind of visions of their future self that are really, they're sort of like filler goals, right? They're like filler dreams. They don't really know what they want or what they're trying to achieve. And so they place a material object right in the heart of that. And ultimately we know that that is going to lead to resentment, regret, regret, unhappiness, or you're just going to be losing time until you do figure it out. And so one of the things that I've kind of been talking about with a lot of people in my inner circle is being around people that have their quote unquote shit together or have their future goal or their future vision really planned out. They understand where they are going. They understand what they want and how they're going to achieve it. And the more you can spend time around these people, the more that is going to wear off on you. And if it wears off on you, then you're going to be surrounded by people who are constantly trying to achieve goals. They understand the purpose of those goals and the vision of their future self that they want to become. And they are in turn going to make you a more motivated person. But also those people typically are a lot happier when they do recreational and social activities because they are more fulfilled by what they do in the day-to-day life. This has always been one of the interesting things that I think when people talk about workaholics or people who are obsessed with CrossFit in a negative way. Now, can that be a negative? Absolutely. I certainly agree that it can. You can go too far overboard Working for a company or working in a business that you don't believe in, that there is no future goal or vision, and that there is no real purpose in you kind of grinding yourself down and really overworking in that capacity. And sometimes that can be a compensation because they don't actually have any goals or dreams or visions of their own. Same thing goes with CrossFit. If we don't understand what we want to achieve from CrossFit, what that looks like five years, what that looks like 10 years, 20 years, and 50 years down the road for our health and fitness, if we don't have a firm grasp on that, then what's going to happen is when we come in on our day-to-day, we're going to lack purpose in the mundane tasks of empty barbell focus or warm-ups or cool-downs or social conversations or working with a coach or respecting a coach or whatever that might be, we're going to lose that vision a little bit and we're going to start to obsess around competing in our day-to-day practice. And what we think about with that then is if we're constantly competing towards short-term goals, then in the long-term, we're going to get burned out. And that's going to happen. It's probably easier to understand that with a job, right? If you were working entry level for, let's say, a call center, okay, and you decide that you want to take on a bunch of extra overtime and you want to work and work and work and you're kind of becoming this workaholic who's taking on a bunch of extra hours and you're only doing that so that you can afford something in the short term, right? That might be your first down payment on a house. That might be your first car. That might be one of those things that is gonna satisfy you a little bit in the short term. But what's gonna happen is even if you attain that thing, even if you do get your house, you've still sort of wasted five years of your life grinding away at a job that you probably don't believe in. And so once you do get that house, and you do start to really work on your happiness and building a family, whatever it might be, you probably can't sustain that degree of work. And the same thing's true when we start looking at our fitness. If we don't understand that the goal is to be able to Move around, hike mountains, run, jump, and play, be involved with sports, not fall and kill ourselves when we're older. And we have this vision of ourselves in the future. And this is kind of what I always think about. And what I always tell people when you think of yourself doing things in the future, a lot of people might think about a vacation or time spent with their kids or something that they want to do in the future. You're capable, right? You have full capability of your mind, you have full capability of your body. But a lot of times our day-to-day practice of things doesn't actually get us closer to that end. So where can being a workaholic or obsessed with CrossFit or obsessed with personal development, where can those things be a huge net positive? And they are only, in my opinion, a huge net positive. And there's something to be admired and something that should inspire other people when they go to a very clear goal or vision that you can articulate. And if you do that, if you have that, if you have a measurable and sustainable and achievable goal that you are targeting in the future, that vision, you can explain to other people what you want it to look like. Then being obsessed, working towards that, is a motivational thing, it's a good thing because it's gonna leave you fulfilled when you continue to work through the mundane day-to-day stuff working there. So we'll take a fitness example first of what this vision might look like. And a lot of you, when you first came to CrossFit, you maybe sat down, you met with a coach, and you maybe said something to the effect of, I wanna lose 40 pounds. Or more often than not, what it really comes down to regardless of if it's get leaner, lose weight, gain weight, build muscle. A lot of what we see is people say, I want to look better naked. And I think a lot of the times what they think about is they think about their future selves and they think about themselves on a beach and they think about themselves maybe looking a little bit better than they do currently and they're upset by that. So our goal as coaches is then to help guide you towards that vision and map out an achievable plan that has steps along the way that we can measure and we can see tangible results. And if you don't have those things, then you're not really working towards a goal or a vision. So to use the losing weight analogy, it might be something like, awesome, here's gonna be your plan. I want you to make sure that you are working out here in our facility three days a week. The other four days a week, I want you to make sure that you're active. If you have a step tracker, I need you to walk more than 20,000 steps every day. That might mean starting and ending your day with a 20 or a 30 minute walk. And I want you to try to maybe listen to a podcast or two or a book on tape. Okay, that's going to cover the activity portion of things. When you are coming into classes, I want you to make sure that you are moving well and focused first on movement, and then you start to build on intensity. If you can't achieve those things, then we're going to maybe supplement an extra day of biking or running or rowing in place of being just more sedentary. Secondly, we're going to start to work on nutrition and lifestyle habits. I want you to come in and we're going to start to dive into your diet. That's going to start with a 1 week assessment of what you are currently eating. We're going to do some biometric testing and I want to see where your body fat and visceral fat levels are and see what our lowest hanging fruit is to start to work on your nutrition. Then we're going to divide a meal plan up for your days and we're going to set out some macronutrient numbers so you have a good idea of kind of what you what and how you should be eating for the day. Once we start to do that, we're going to retest your biometrics every single month for the first 3 months. And we need to see you start trending downwards in body fat percentage, downwards in body fat and visceral fat. I also want to start working on making sure that during your resistance training, we're starting to get to the place of building muscle. That's going to need to mean that we are eating adequate protein and we are doing the resistance training in class effectively right we need to make sure that we are not sandbagging weights because we need to at the very least maintain muscle mass or hopefully slightly grow lean muscle mass because your goal is to look better naked which basically means losing body fat and building lean muscle what we are going to make sure that we focus on is every single month when we test in we need to be trending the right direction If that means losing three pounds and gaining a pound of muscle, while that might not necessarily be your end game goal right away in one month or two months, that is still trending in the right direction. We're going to make sure that we maintain and continue on that path for the future. And so long as we are continuing to trend in the right direction, you will certainly reach your goal. If at any point we start to deviate or we fail a body fat test or a biometric test, we're going to also look at performance and lifestyle factors and then we're going to make adjustments immediately to ensure that you get back on the right path. What we're also going to talk about with that person is their lifestyle factors, right? Is this something that is achievable given your schedule, given your lives and your kids' lives and your husband's life? Is that something that we can do? And I just assumed a woman, that's my preconceived notions uh, spitting out out of my mind there. Um, but is that something that we are actually able to accomplish? Okay. And if it is, do you see how now I've worked with the person, they came to me with a problem, I told them the best case scenario of actions, measurable and achievable scenarios for them to start to work towards, and now we have a little bit of play back and forth. So that's a little bit of like, I would consider myself to be a little bit in between a mentor and a consultant in that scenario, right? Now, if this person has this future vision of themselves as being a leaner, sexier, they look better in a bathing suit, they're out on the beach and they feel confident to take their shirt off. If that's the type of person that they envision themselves being when they're on vacation in the Caribbean next, you know, for their honeymoon next year then now we've set out a goal-oriented, measurable plan for them to start working towards. That is going to breed a different degree, a different effect of their kind of day-to-day tasks and how they approach health, fitness, nutrition, and exercise. Now, a lot of times where we struggle to really help people is people who may be they think that this long-term vision is something that will you know, bring them automatic happiness or that maybe the long-term vision hasn't actually gained real traction. They don't actually really care about it yet. And this is a lot of times why I think that parents – do better a little bit in terms of developing a long-term relationship with health and nutrition because their goals are usually something to the effect of, you know, I have a three, four, five, six-year-old and he's starting to move around a lot and I see myself slowing down and I see him speeding up and I really want to be able to, you know, throw the baseball with him for the next few years. I want to be able to keep up. I want to be able to take them on active vacations and do fun things and I don't want to feel like I am not present in their lives because I am unhealthy. And that is a much more firm uh, goal and a much more firm, long lasting vision that will help that person keep and attain motivation towards staying functional longer. They also want to make sure that their kids aren't eating like assholes, right? And they're, you know, not going to have diabetes and be overweight and struggle with self-confidence and self-image and all those other things. So they also have that incentive to make sure that they're building a good life for their son and daughter as they start to move into, you know, the tough teenage years. So hopefully you guys can see the difference between those two visions, right? I can get you into bathing suit shape if you're ready to go, you know, 100% with me for a year. I can get tons of people to lose dozens of percents of body fat. It really is just a question of how hard are you willing to work. And so that's the important thing to know is like however firm your conviction towards your goal is or towards your vision is how hard you're going to go with your mentor, your consultant's plan. And if you match those two, if you have a good mentor, a good goal setting uh, session and a good goal and a good vision, and you really, really believe in that vision, you're going to kick some serious ass. That is a recipe for success. And so, if we start to look into the business aspect of things, this is something for a long time that I didn't necessarily do. And I was younger and I didn't necessarily know where I wanted to go with friendship or what I wanted my life to be about or what kind of legacy I was going to leave and all these different things. It wasn't stuff that I really ever spent any brain power or time thought process thinking about. And over the last probably year and a half, I have really tried to focus on understanding this kind of vision that's maybe 20 years in the future, 10 years in the future, whatever it is, of the facilities I want to run, the employees I want in my life, the clients that help those employees fulfill each other's lives. And that's important to think about, right? Your coaches are super invested in you, as any mentor or consultant should be. They should be very invested in your success, so if you guys are looking for somebody, make sure that it's somebody that you know cares about you and your progress. And that's what I kind of tell people is clients or, or people who come to our facility who are working on health and fitness and nutrition, and they're working with a coach, you are aiming to fulfill each other because that coach's goal They didn't choose coaching to make a ton of money, right? They didn't choose coaching to work amazing hours, right? Waking up at 4.30 in the morning and, you know, getting home at 9 o'clock at night isn't a phenomenal way to live, right? Especially if you have a family and kids who work a more classic, you know, 9 to 5. But that's the thing they are doing this for is fulfillment. They get to see the smile on your face when you see that body fat percentage number. They get to watch you jump in excitement when you hit a PR. Really think about how often do you jump up and down? How often do you get that feeling of excitement when you set a goal and you achieve it? I get goosebumps thinking about you know, Stifler and Megan and the, some of the squat cycle people who hit these numbers. Some people blowing that away. But these were dreams and visions and things that these people set years ago and that they constantly work towards. And when you get to watch that take place, you get to watch all that hard work come to fruition it really does. It's so fulfilling to us as people, because uh, I think if you have an understanding of that and you've been around it before, achievement and fulfillment are those things that really, they kind of go together hand in hand. And those are the things that really provide us a response as humans that is special, right? And most of the things that we really love doing or love watching are those things, right? So, you know, we love sports. And why do we love sports? Because you get to see all of this life work of LeBron James. Let's use him right now. This life work of LeBron James and all of those hours and hard work and determination. And his he's just got this goal, this vision for the athlete and the legacy he wants to be. And he's working so hard to achieve it. And so you and me and people who have never met LeBron James, they have no idea who he is. They understand that. And so they, in turn, get this sense of excitement, and they cheer, and they scream, and they they are happy for LeBron James, even though they don't know him. Well, coaching or consulting and mentoring is that times 10, right? If now I know the person, I'm watching the struggle, I'm involved with it, I'm there for the days where they cry, right? I'm there for the days where they struggle, and we have to get them past those mental hurdles, and then you kind of accumulate all of that struggle, all of that success, and it all culminates in this kind of one moment. And I think that that's so cool. But when you guys are are thinking about who you're going to share your vision with, who you're going to help uh, or who you're going to seek out to help you with goals, you guys need to think about that investment, who is going to be so invested in me that I have to succeed. I need to succeed because I want them to feel that fulfillment for me. And so from a professional standpoint, that's something that for years I didn't, not only didn't think about, but I also struggled to find. Uh, There wasn't a lot of people in the micro gym space who were talking about this big picture stuff. It was newer. Nobody knew what it was. Nobody knew if it was ever going to be able to, you know, take a firm ground against L.A. Fitness and Planet Fitness and those different types of, you know, more mega gym, you know, cheap rates, towel services and all those things. But what we know now is we hold that we hold the care and the fulfillment over those facilities. They could care less if you never show up. They could care less about any of your progress. And I know because I went there every single day for years and nobody knew shit about me. Nobody ever worried about me PRing over in the corner. In fact, the one day I PRed, they told me to keep it down. And, And like, you just think about how much that sucks. Like, I'm surrounded by people in a facility who don't support me in my goals and don't support me in my success. And it's really, really tough. And so I think that's where the micro gym industry has found its success. And so now what I want to kind of think about is and what I'm trying to seek out is mentors and consultants who share that vision, who understand that greater purpose. And that's our niche. And then they think about now, how can we take that and we can spread it to as many people as possible? Because we're like a little virus, like we're trying to upset this massive billion dollar industry and we need to start really small and then spread and grow and show people that like there are people out there that believe in you. There are people out there that are standing ready to help guide you on your goals towards your vision for your future self. And so what I've kind of found is that It's hard, number one, to find somebody who you feel comfortable with. And when you start entrusting somebody with something that you have worked so hard to build like I have for friendship and you've gone through the struggles of struggling in business and losing coaches and fighting and working ridiculous hours and all these different things, all you really want is to make sure that the future vision looks better than the past that you've already kind of ground or grinded through. And so kind of what I think about now and what my big goal and vision is and what I've been talking about with some of the mentors that I've found is I really want to build an amazing life for my clients and for my employees. And so now I understand a little bit greater. For a long time, it was clients right? I just wanted to give them the best product I possibly could. And the problem was, was at that time, what you start to do is you start to make concessions for myself, my hours, my coaching staff, and all those things, because I believed in what we were doing for the clients. Well, what happens then is you leave a very, very important piece of the puzzle unfulfilled, right? Or really overworked. And so the coaching staff that we used to have, right? I just feel like they got overworked. They got burned out. And now when you start to look at the trend in the micro gym industry in general, I think that that's absolutely what start what's starting to happen is we feel like as at first is that it's so like we're doing what's best for our community. But what you think about is the coaches are the leaders of that community, right? And so the first thing that we need to do is make sure that we give them optimal lifestyles. We give them enough hours off. We need to give them enough financial freedom for them and their families. And we build a career and a lifestyle that is both fulfilling, but also going to be something that can be long lasting, again, measurable and achievable. If I tell you, hey, I want you to work at 4.45 a.m. and I want you to work till 9 p.m. And you're probably going to pull about an 8 to a 10 hour day. You're going to come in contact with hundreds of people. And for that, I'm going to pay you, and this is the industry average for coaches, $1,900 a month. How long do you feel like the fulfillment of that is going to keep you satisfied and excited to keep waking up at 4.45 on less than four or five hours of sleep? it's not gonna be very long, right? And what you're gonna find is you can't build a house, you can't have girlfriends, you can't go out and have nice dinners, you can't take vacations, you can't do all these different things that I neglected and put off for five plus years of my life. And so to make sure that we are doing that, we have to make sure that everything is the best for kind of all three pieces. And so that's now kind of the litmus test that I use. And it's a priority thing. Is this, let's say a new program, is this new program going to satisfy a need for the clients? Is it something that will fulfill these clients and that will bring them closer to a better life of health and fitness? If the answer is yes, we move on to the next one. Is this what's best for the coaches? Is this going to require more hours of them with less income, or is this going to be equal hours to income, or is this an opportunity for them to grow and build something new where they can start to advance themselves and move into a, a, a the next level of being a coach, right? And so if the answer to that is yes, we move to the next one, is this what's best for the business. And if it's what's best for the business and the coaches and the clients, what that will allow us to do is make sure that we are able to buy new equipment, clean the facility better, start to do these things that will advance us to being able to buy a floor scrubber uh, in body scanner. Some of them are most expensive pieces of equipment, an outdoor rig and some of those kinds of things. And so now I kind of understand that fulfillment structure a little bit better. And the great part about it is when you think about it now, it seems so simple. Much like most of the best ideas, they are simple, right? All I needed was a coach and a consultant to help me understand that vision a little bit better. So now as we start to move forward, I have this kind of test that I can rely back on. And when I look at my vision for this gym in 15 or 20 years, and when I look at what our community looks like in three years or five years, when I start to think about new programs and I brainstorm and have these awesome ideas for ways to build more well-rounded health and fitness to bring on different types of people into our doors, because I know that that's where they're going to be the most successful. When I think about that stuff, I get to ask that series of questions now. And if the answer is no to any of them, then we don't do them. And it gives me this really clear, you know, set of principles and values that I can rely back on. And that's exactly what I want you guys to think about both for your personal and your professional life. But, you know, we talked a little bit about fitness, but think about it as your personal life. Who are you talking to? And parents can be great options for this. Um, Friends can be great options for this, but really what you want is somebody who has achieved what you want to achieve because they are going to have a greater understanding of what you want to what you want to get people come to me maria andy liz ellie because they have accomplished things or we have accomplished things in the health and fitness space like being lean and you know having good muscle mass and being healthy, having a high performance level, um, you know looking good naked, at least I like to think I do. Uh, and we have these things that other people are seeking to achieve. And so who better to start to give you some advice than not only somebody who's achieved it themselves, but also now I've helped thousands of people do that and so it's it's a great piece to kind of think about when you're picking that mentor is let's say it's a business mentor let's say you guys want to be the next best real estate agent in Columbus Well that's great who is the best real estate agent in Columbus Now I'm not in the industry so I don't actually know but let's say it's Joe Schmo. where you need to start is you need to reach out to Joe Schmo. Can you follow him? Can you watch his day-to-day practices? Can you see the inner workings of his business? And he may or may not let you. Offer to pay him. It will always be worth his value. It will always be worth the value. Uh, I heard it this way uh, the other day. It's called, uh, the guy who was talking about said, uh, you got to fuck with the best if you want to be the best. And so I think what he means by that or the way that the context that he was using it in is... You have to be intimately involved with the people who are doing it the right way, who are doing it better than you are to start to ascend yourself to that next level and start to be able to understand better. Number one, if your goals are stupid or smart, if they're good or bad goals, if they're measurable and if they're attainable, uh, and then you can start to throw off to that person. Let's say you say, you know, I want to sell $12 million of real estate this year. And you go to the top guy in the city, and he's like, Well, I'm doing nine million this year. Like, I'm not, there's no way I'm gonna ever make, you know, 12 million then you might think, okay, well, maybe I need to ask him what a good step would be for you know three to five years. Hey, when you really started to make some ground, what were the things that you were changing? What systems do I need to make sure that I have in place for this next year to get me to my first $1 million year in sales? And so you can start to ask these questions, right? It's very similar to somebody coming to me and saying, hey, Jeff, I want to compete in the CrossFit Games. And I'm kind of like, okay, like I never made it to the CrossFit Games, but I've been with people who have and I can tell you exactly what it's going to take. And then I will tell you exactly what it's going to take. And 99% of the time, most of the people are like, oh, okay, yeah, I lied. I don't actually want to make it to the CrossFit Games. For those few people who do, then I take a second and I start to lay out a plan for them. I tell you, this is exactly what it's going to take from you. And it's going to take years of hard work, development pain heartache so on on top of all of the nutrition exercise and all those other things and if that person wants to get started on that path great now he's talked to somebody who better understands the vision conversely if you were to go up to somebody who's never done crossfit before and you just watched a netflix documentary and you start telling your buddy i'm gonna make it to the CrossFit games like i'm gonna go and do that your buddy's just probably gonna be like yeah sure man like you know, we should go out and try that workout and let's see how you do. Right. And it's like, they're not going to have any pieces of advice for you because they've never been there. So you have to make sure that you guys are seeking out that specific expertise. Right. And then lastly, and this is probably a little bit more for the younger people, but if you guys are older and you've never done this before, you have to separate yourself from the urgent, non-important bullshit That makes up your everyday life and give yourself the time to really think about what your vision is. And I probably should have put this earlier in the podcast, but this is so important because so many people just they get consumed with the day to day tasks. It overwhelms them. And they never separate any time for understanding who they want to be and what they want to be about. And what kind of father do I want to be? What kind of businessman do I want to be? Do I even want to work this job anymore? Or should I quit? You know, These kind of questions require freedom of thought. They require creativity. They require you separating from the bullshit of every day so that you can actually sit and think about it. And if you guys can't, the biggest thing that I recommend is force yourself to, right? Take like a vacation, like book some flight to Boise, Idaho by yourself for like three day weekend, get out and just walk around Boise, Idaho. I promise you'll probably, your mind will wander like crazy when you're there. Um, But separate a little bit, right? And try to separate yourself from that. Don't Like turn your cell phone off airplane mode and give yourself some time to truly think about this. Because if you get... 10 years or five years down the line, you keep working for the same company that you don't care about. You aren't progressing yourself professionally. You aren't progressing yourself anymore physically or in your personal life. You're gonna start to get to this place of complacency, sadness, and loneliness, and you're gonna start to feel like you don't know what you're doing. And that's kind of where like midlife crisis come from and all these other things that are bred out of unhappiness. And it can just be fixed with finding a good mentor, bouncing some ideas and some goals off of that mentor and making sure that we take the time to revisit what our goals were and constantly obsessively going over the results. Did I achieve what I set out to achieve? You should set time goals on these, something small. I always start everybody, no matter if you're 100 pounds overweight or 30 pounds overweight, your first month, I want to see you lose five pounds of fat. That's it. I don't care about much else. If you do more than that, great, provided that you put on some lean muscle mass. But if you lose lean muscle mass and fat and you lose more fat than that, then we're probably just crash dieting. It's not something that's sustainable. But that's what I want to see out of you. I'm going to tell you, this is a great first step. You'll need to lose 20 pounds this month. You only need to lose five pounds this month. That's it. It's simple. It's attainable. We can do it. Everybody can do this. If we take it back to the real estate analogy, you don't need to make $12 million next month. You might think that you do. You might think that you want to. You just need to make $1 million in sales. Focus on that first. Put all of your effort and energy into achieving that. If you go over a million, great. Did you achieve a lifestyle that is something that is sustainable? Or did you crush yourself to get it? Because if you had to grind and work all these crazy hours and crush yourself to make a million dollars in sales, what do you think $2 million is going to do to you? What do you think $12 million is going to do to you? Is that even the goal that makes any sense? And so these are kind of some things just to start kind of milling over. And what I want you guys to think about is number one, the first step is, have I sat and thought about my vision for myself, my family, my personal health and wellness, my professional goals? Have I sat and really thought about where I'm going, where my company's going and how I fit into that? And if you haven't, that's the first thing you have to do. And for some of you guys, that might be really, really, really hard. And if it is really, really, really hard, guess who needs it the most? It's kind of like that thing where somebody who I recommend meditation to, and they say, I don't have time for that. It's like, well, guess what <laughs> you need meditation more than anybody else so it's that same thing where you guys have to think about separating yourself and making sure that you make time for it it's not an option you have to do this okay secondly i would make sure that you guys are seeking out mentors and consultants and people who are can help you achieve goals because they have achieved the goal that you are wishing to achieve those are going to be the people who tell you if it's an actual measurable goal if it's attainable If you can actually reflect on that goal with somebody, it's going to be significantly better than having to reflect on it yourself. That person should be really super involved and um, they should really believe in kind of what you want to achieve. And I think it's a big thing to make sure that that person has actually achieved it. Now, it's not necessary, but I think that it's important to make sure that that person has some of the, you know, I always call them life hacks, some of the things that you know, you're going to need to know along the way. And, you know, for us, that was processes. I just didn't have processes and I didn't have systems in place and I didn't have things. I'm still working on this. I still need to be better. But the more I find myself able to reach out for help in areas of weakness and I reach out to people who have already achieved that, the better I find my success because they hold me accountable and they tell me exactly this is exactly what you need to do to put this system in place. Now go and do it. Then they check back with me a week later. Did you do that? Yes. Awesome. Let's move on. And then the third thing, guys, if you have a vision for yourself, if you have a goal and you've found a mentor and somebody who's going to be able to help you get on that goal, and let's just take fitness, right? Let's say you say, I've got a wedding next year and I want to look amazing in my wedding dress, which means I need to lose fitness. 15 pounds and put on two pounds of lean mass, drop my body fat percentage by 6%. And my coach has told me that to achieve that, I need to be really working on nutrition, make sure that I'm eating more vegetables and lean meats and eating less processed foods. And we have a plan set out for that. Every single month, I'm gonna meet back with that coach. I'm gonna test in on my biometric scans and I'm gonna make sure that I am trending the right direction so that there's no way that I can fail at this goal. Once you guys are to that point, just go and fucking kick ass. Like you are set up for success. Make sure that you keep the focus on your short-term stuff and you put that somewhere where you're going to see it every day. Write that goal down. People like to write it on their mirrors. Put it in like your car right by your speedometer on a little post-it note. Do whatever you have to do but like, get after it. Like, Once you've done those things and you understand that that's a measurable and repeatable goal, go and kick some ass. Get it done. There's no excuse at that point. And if there is an excuse, your mentor should ride your fucking ass about it. If I'm going to take my time to mentor somebody, if I'm going to take my time to sit and tell you what kind of nutrition goals that I want you to hit or what kind of things you need to do to get your back squat up when you tell me Jeff, I want to back squat 300 more than anything. You damn well better listen to me and start to put the things in place or else that's not going to be a great relationship that's going to keep lasting. So if your mentor lets you off the hook, then find a new mentor. That wasn't the right mentor for you. They didn't believe in your goals enough. They didn't share the conviction for your goals that you did. So don't let a mentor let you off the hook. Make sure that that's the type of person that you need is somebody who is going to bust your ass if you quit on them. Okay. And never quit. So there's kind of the last things that I want you guys to kind of think about. And that's kind of a three-step process for you guys to get started on finding your vision and kind of what it looks like. I've got a really clear vision now for friendship. I totally understand exactly what I want this to look like in one year, in three years, in five years, in 10 years, 20 years, and going on forward. Um, couldn't be more excited about it. You know, I've found the right people to put around me. I've found the right mentors. I've found the right consultants. Um, and I feel amazing with where we are at and my coaching staff, I think after this last weekend, especially feels really confident in where we're going and excited for the future. And all that's going to mean is you guys are going to get better products, better service, better programs, more fun, and hopefully more friends, right? That's going to be the big thing is we want to make sure that we are opening up our doors to, um, you know, a potential new program that will be rolling out here very, very soon. And, um, and that will open us up to maybe some new and maybe some different types of people. So hopefully you guys are excited about that. I know I couldn't be more excited about it and see you guys soon.